Thanks for checking out this episode of the LGBT Update Podcast. Just to let you know, this review episode contains spoilers. This dude was tall, like baseball player lean and mixed looking. His eyes had this intensity that drew me in and I froze. Here I was, a professional football player in a single star public restroom with a dude I didn't know. What the fuck was I doing? What if somebody saw me? Hey guys, welcome to the LGBT Update Podcast Review. My name is Shav Damon. And I'm Impact. And we will be reviewing a series. I guess you call it a a podcast yeah. narrative series. Yeah, it's called Fruit. Um, it has been exclusively aired on How FM. How FM, yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. We got Impact here that's going to give you guys a little more information about right. the cast and creators and people behind it. It's really cool. Yeah, I mean, just for starters, um, it's created um, and pretty much produced by Issa Rae. Um, and... I don't even know where to start with Issa Rae. Like yeah. that's a whole podcast she, in itself. I mean, if you, a lot of my friends in school, they watch this. Um, she had a YouTube series called what is it called? Um, the Adventures of Awkward Black Girl. Yeah, like and that that was hot. And I, it, I like. It. And it was funny because I went back and I actually watched like the the premiere episode of mm-hmm. it on YouTube, and I mean, like it was giving you like. corner store budget, but... It was funny. (laughs) She sold the show. Like, she sold the show. It was so real. It was so raw. Mm -hmm. You know, just the stories of being black and being awkward and black and being a black, awkward female. So, it was really dope. And, like, you know, since that... Uh, since she premiered that web series, it's blown up. You know, mm-hmm. she she's been doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, she connected with Pharrell on I Am Mother, and then you know she corrected with the the queen of primetime now, Shonda Rhimes, and ooh, ooh. and now she got an HBO series coming out. So now, she's like, she's constantly grinding. And so she is... so she basically has her hands in a lot of pots. Now she is getting more involved with the LGBT community, to some which degree, is yeah. why. We have fruit this yeah. new series. And so it, who, who's all behind this? Yeah, so so pretty much, um, it's created by Issa Rae. Um, it's the executive producers on the show are Benoni Tago mm-hmm. and Denise Davis, um, and it has like a, a pretty stellar cast: um, Roger Davis, uh, Utopia Exix, um, um, Andrew Allen James. Um, they primarily play the majority of the characters on the show because since okay. it's a, a podcast series it's all audio based mm-hmm. so you got a lot of the main actors playing like a bunch of different roles um but they which each character they bring in their own unique take yeah you know so it never feels like oh i'm hearing the same dude exactly you know now what what i really like about this and, and of course we're gonna like as usual we're gonna do um, our like full review of the series and we are going to like basically each episode but we're more so going to talk about the finale episode yeah. that came out um, like about, yeah, about two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks yeah. ago. Um, but in, of course, at the end, we're gonna say like good, bad, ugly, all that good stuff, and um, give a, a nice grade yeah. if it's deserved. Uh, yeah, yeah. But basically, just to give you guys like a, a little heads up, there's a lot of disclaimers. Like, uh, it's filled with a bunch. I mean, like, just <laughs> to it, give y'all fair warning. It's a lot um, that we're gonna talk about. Yeah, so you don't, there gonna be spoilers all around. Yeah, this, so. so Please, please listen to the series and actually check it out. Right. And then listen to this and, and then you will know exactly what we're and talking about. And by the about. way, you can catch the first three episodes for free mm-hmm. um, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, off the Earwolf SoundCloud channel. Um, ignore the siren. <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah, so you catch the first three episodes for free. Um, the the full ten episode series mm-hmm. is available on How, which is a a paid premium, yep. you know, streaming service, and that's How H O W L. But the cool thing about How, you know, if you want to just you know get into like the the full season, um, they give you a full, I believe it's a full week for free. Mm-hmm. So they give you a free trial period, yep, mm-hmm. for free. So I mean, it, each episode is about uh, like roughly. 
10, 15 minutes. Yeah, 15 minutes, yeah. So, I mean, what's so great about this is the podcast series. You can listen to this while you're at the gym, while you're driving to work. And it's not like the typical, like, imagine like in old movies or like I Love Lucy era that time where. Said, I they, Love Lucy yeah, era, you, you better know, work. Like how they, I Love I Love Lucy. Yeah. But you know how like people like back in the day in the 50s and 40s, like they would like sit next to the radio and it would mm. be like movies playing but yeah. it's just the sound like the shadow that's the shadow is kind of like yeah, kinda, yeah. It, that's basically just what this is it's like they're literally acting right. and you're listening to it so the sounds are there the special effects are there the different voices it's very immersive it's, you are really sucked into it yeah. it's to the point you don't want to have a tv on you just want to just be focused on listening to what's yeah. going on so i want to give a quick synopsis mm-hmm. on just the primary plot um, a fruit. Okay, so it's from the creator of the YouTube web series The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl Issa Rae. Um, it's a 10 part uh, drama series uh, and like I said earlier it's exclusively on how um, the story primarily fo- follows around a professional football player named X as, a rec- uh, as he recounts his journey of self-discovery and su- sexual exploration both on and off the field. Um... Fruit chronicles X's relationship with his friends, teammates, and family as they impose their own perceptions of his role in an alpha male-dominated industry of professional sports. So, like, in short, um, the series basically falls around, you know, this rookie NFL player um, as he deals with his profession in the NFL and is also his personal um I guess, journey through gain his own sexual identity or sexual exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of, it deals with a lot of things that I think are pretty relevant today. Um, you know, with the whole Michael Sam thing, with oh, yeah. so many pro athletes coming out, you know, when it, within the NBA, the MLB, and the NFL, is bringing this new uncharted territory when it comes to pro sports which you know again are these very hyper masculine you know athletic professions where anything that even seems to be off the the stereotypical concept of what it is to be macho and to be male is attacked so that's uh plays a huge i guess you could say premises um within this series mm-hmm. um but it does it in a way where it's still refreshing mm-hmm. um now this isn't the michael sam story it's so not they, they you know, say that i want to say in almost every episode uh, yeah they definitely mention it in a couple episodes yeah. where they're like you know it, it, they don't they don't name they don't put michael yeah. sam on blast like they they already assume when people listen to this like okay nfl player battling with his sexuality because this guy is actually in the nfl has played made, played yeah been not injured. just drafted yeah, and like sitting on the bench somewhere. He's in there. <laughs> he's playing, literally. So, so yeah, they, they definitely kind of toy around with this whole idea that people may assume, though, are they talking about Michael Sam? So they make note of that without actually naming Michael Sam. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the series is, like, pretty complex. And, like I said, we're going to kind of go into greater detail. Um, and just to give you fair warning once again, this is going to be a spoiler-heavy review. Review. We're going to actually jump into the finale. So, you know, again, if you if you want to check this out, if you want to stay fresh and new on what's going on, check out the full season on How. Um, check out the preview episodes on YouTube and SoundCloud. We'll have it linked in the article. Um, and then you kind of dig into this segment of the review. So we're about to jump into the finale, um, which I believe was titled... Oh God. Fumble. <laughs> I'm about to just make sure. Yeah, it was Final Fumble. Um, final Fumble? It was just Fumble. Fumble, okay. It was just Fumble. Yeah, and that was the final episode. Like I said, it was a 10-part series, so this was episode 10. Um, and we hope it gets picked up for season two, but, you know, we'll see. So, pretty much, Fumble really kind of revolves around the clash of... X is, I guess you'd say, X kind of confronting uh, what he's created. What? Did you say who X was? Oh, well, I mean, sort of, kind of. Okay. I mean, I, I go back in detail again. X is the main character. X, I, I just, X, X is the main character. <laughs> you know, it's it's, a, it's an alias. Because, you know, because that's another thing, too. How they kind of go about uh, presenting this series is that they focus on 
X kind of giving you this narration. Like, he's like, he's doing an interview. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how the series is kind of narrated from the beginning. So, like, he's, it seems as if he's doing, like, a radio broadcast Mm -hmm. or whatever. And he's kind of giving you a play-by-play from his perspective. Um, So, it's it's really cool because it it allows you to kind of see the story from a third person and a first person perspective. Mm -hmm. Because as he's kind of narrating what's going on, they're also kind of giving you this really immersive vibe of the, I guess you could say just the entire scene and the space that he's within, you know, during these, you know, different scenes and story arcs throughout Mm -hmm. the series or whatever. But yeah, pretty much the story follows around X. He's a rookie NFL player. um, And he's someone who's like, just like right at the, I guess you could say the, the threshold of, kind of excelling his career to the next level. Exactly. So, like, he's right at this point where he's starting to kind of get, you know, attention from the media mm-hmm. and, you know, from other players or whatever. But at the same time... He's trying to figure out if he likes... Well, he actually knows he likes He knows guys. he likes guys. He doesn't know if he really wants to go for yeah, it and it's just going to change things, but right. he starts to get more popular All and right. do better in the industry and coaches want to play him on the field more and right. he starts to fall for a guy right? and his agent who's a girl. Right. Her name is Sia. Sia. <laughs> and the I, guy name, you can never forget it. Gerard. Because when he, because pretty much like the first episode, they dive pretty much right into head first. Head first into like how he's dealing with this dilemma of, you know, of I guess figuring out if he really wants to take it to the next level with a man. Mm-hmm. So like the first episode really starts off with him and Sia kind of like hanging out at the bar, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of chit chatting or whatever. And Sia's his agent, mm-hmm. so and she's talking. she's gonna irritate the shit out of you. But she's at the same, but she's cool. So she's really cool she's and she's cool. really real, you know. But anyway, they have, you know they at this bar. They're kind of chilling. They're hanging out, and it's all good. And you know you have you know you, you've probably been in these situations where you're out and about, and you feel like somebody's watching you. Mm-hmm. You're not really sure. Yeah. And then when you kind of peep who's watching, you're like, oh, this oh. person's kind of cute. Exactly. And you're like, wait a minute. So heads to the bathroom. <laughs> so yeah. So basically, Gerard <laughs> is kind of eyeing him, kind of giving him a look. You know, X is picking up on it. Um, and he noticed that Gerard heads to the bathroom and like, even though X hasn't really dived deep into, you know, I guess you say the gay connect for, he hasn't really, he, he, at this point in the beginning, he hasn't had any, um, sexual encounters with another man at all. Strictly women. Yeah. Um, so it kind of shocked him a little bit that he was that, you know, um, down to just get up and and try to figure out who this guy was. But he peeped it though. Like Mm -hmm. my whole thing is that like, even though you're new to the game, you already knew this dude was trying to give you that signal, like, you know, let's head to the bathroom stall, see what we can do. So he was able to pick up on all these little signs or whatever, all these codes. So, like, you know, he goes into the bathroom stall and they have this, you know, this elaborate little scenario where I guess someone notices him. Like, what they, they, they're outside of the bathroom stall. This would be a single bathroom yeah, stall. Yeah, it was a single bathroom. And uh, this guy, like a, another random party goer, um, it's like, hey, someone's in there. And X is like, oh, no, nah, man, it's okay. So he goes in there anyway, and that's mm-hmm. where he sees Gerard. Right. And, you know, you know, they have, like, this little smiley thing. Like, they're looking back and forth at each other. And X does what, you know. <laughs> he does often. Any, he, what he does often. <laughs> but what any um kind of, I don't want to say confused, but kind of cautious um, mm-hmm. person who hasn't really come to terms with who they are mm-hmm. or their sexual identity. Mm-hmm. Um, he he ran out of the bathroom. He got he got nervous, ran right. out of the bathroom. Had a panic attack. And yeah, but Gerard, being the OG that yeah. he is, and <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> this is something I would totally do. He um, comes back up to X and Sia while they're drinking. And he's just like, hey, I think you dropped this in a bathroom and hands X a $20 bill. A $20 bill with where? his phone number. There on we it. go. <laughs> but Sia didn't notice it. X put, put it in his pocket mm-hmm. and he didn't realize the phone number was on there until he went to the bar yeah. to purchase a drink. And he's like, whoa. So X held on to that number for about a couple weeks to yep. a month and did not throw out that dollar just kept it uh, on didn't put it in his phone just had the dollar folded up in his wallet or pocket uh, and carried it almost every day which shows me he was feeling him because anybody would have just spent that damn dollar I mean, or whatever 
but twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars, you know, and he <laughs> held on to it like uh, Mr. Krabs will yeah. hold on to a quarter yeah. on SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, I took it to SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. and that was that—that that was like pretty much the the debut episode, the first episode, really kind of set the tone for the entire se- mm-hmm. season because we saw the interaction between X um, and Gerard. Um, and we also caught a glimpse of how Sia sort of had feelings for X as well, too. Because mm-hmm. after all that went down, you know, oh, Gerard walks Sia out, you know, to her vehicle or no, whatever. No, or gives X. her a ride home. X. Oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. X. X uh, gives Sia, Sia a ride home because she doesn't trust Uber or whatever. And once she arrives home, they have a little conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going through her whole thing of, she, you know, why can't I? To be in a right. Why can't I find a man? I'm really attractive. And, you know. And again, X, you know, being kind of like this, like, low-key player, he kind of, you know, throws a little, not so much game, but he just kind of gives her, you know, some some extra confidence, some props. Like, you know, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, or whatever. And, you know, Sia probably being a little tipsy, takes that as, oh, well, maybe I should stick my tongue in his mouth. <laughs> no, X kissed that? Well, X, well, they kissed each other. They kissed However each you want to play it. I feel, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like X kind of, you know, pulled around. He kind of made me mad this season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like, the, the, the season really plays off of, you have this guy, you know, who, I want to say he's questioning, or you can even say maybe sexually fluid. Because um, one thing Issa Rae noted, I read an interview with her, she was like, you know, she doesn't want to really label him as gay, or maybe not even bi. He's just someone kind of really exploring his sexuality. So, we want to say he's like sexually fluid, questioning something in that realm. The thing of it is that that plays a huge thing throughout this entire season. Um, and it, it relates... fluidity was everywhere everywhere you know what i'm saying and it really relates to uh, i think a lot of men um who are attracted to other men um you know there there's always this i guess you could say transition point of really securing like a grasp around your sexual identity whereas even male or female young old or whatever um and that plays a huge part in here and i mean not taking too far going too far off the main story but it, it does become a bit frustrating at times, mm-hmm. too, because it's like, you know, he he makes some decisions that complicate things where they didn't really need to be all of that, all that complicated. What Lauren Hill say? Um, I'm about to take it back to the miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's always um, relevant. What she say? It could all be so simple. But we'd rather make it hard. Mm-hmm. I, I would have sung it, but I haven't drunk no tea today, y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it, it was it was some things that could have been so simple in X's life, right? And he just made things so much more difficult just yeah. with just dumb decisions or not not dumb decisions, not so well thought out decisions right. because he he made decisions that people who don't know you know how to really be. LGBT or how to really connect and also especially when you're in a profession or in a career field um, that is you know to be totally honest homophobic and doesn't really embrace people for being themselves now in the beginning X he didn't really he he wasn't really he he knew that he liked me he knew he's attracted to him he mentioned that he watched gay porn all that good stuff but at the Uh, same time he wasn't getting as much time on the field people weren't paying that much attention to him his agency didn't really know or care about who he was right. you know and then as he started to get to know okay he likes men and mess around with dudes he started to blow up right you know because he was doing well on the field so it was like oh shoot i'm actually starting to get famous what's right. gonna happen all of that which brings us to right how he yeah yeah so i mean right. so i mean really you know and just kind of just giving like a quick quick review of the season um there's a lot of back and forth going on between X um, and his relationship with Gerard and Sia. Um, and it really concludes in the finale. Um, you know, after a while, you know, X starts to kind of explore uh, his, I guess you say, his sexual desires for men with Gerard. And Gerard's main thing is, is like, dude, I don't mind that you're a pro NFL player. I don't mind if you're new to all of this. But I'm not going to be sitting up here playing second fiddle to you screwing around with this girl. And he actually named Sia. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you're not messing around with your agent or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and he says, no, I'm not. You know, it's all good or whatever. Lo and behold, things get a little bit shaky. Who does he jump 
too. See ya, you mm-hmm. know? Um, he starts kind of building a relationship with her without being very clear with Gerard, even though he still has feeling with Gerard and he's still communicating with them. So it gets to a point where he hooks back up with Gerard again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they really hit it off. There's a, I want to say it's like episode, yes, episode eight, because I just listened to it. Episode eight, uh, we really get a chance to see uh, X and Gerard kind of like take it all away sexually. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it really hit off really well. And Gerard was time. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Gerard, I'm just gonna put this out. Gerard was ta- trying to top y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but it was dope. He, it was funny. He I was, loved it. He, he he got X real good, but he yeah, he didn't top. Because they they do they do a really good job of kind of like not, I guess giving you the just simple black and white description of, you know what. Or like what path you have to follow, yeah. you know, if you're they you know, really like for this to be made. And I don't, I don't know much about Issa Rae or the people behind yeah. this. If they are a lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, whatever, I, I don't know. Yeah. But whoever was behind this, they've done a lot of research mm-hmm. because they brought up things that uh, gay people or the gay community uh, deals with, you know, throughout their lives or you know every day. And it felt genuine. Yeah, and it, didn't it, feel it, it, it wasn't fake, fake or rushed. It was like, right. oh goodness, like you right. know, Gerard breaking it down to him. Well, you don't know what you like until Listen, you try. Exactly. You, you don't know yeah. if you're a top for a bottom, right. and you have to try everything. And yeah. oh, you think because you're this tough guy and you play football that you can't uh, be submissive? You know, like really. Saying stuff that you know people normally just think about, right? You know, and it's just like, oh, okay, so y'all, right. y'all did your research, all right? right. Oh, yeah, so yeah. It, it like cool. Issa, you know, I don't know who she been hanging around or whatever, but she yeah. got the right people. I mean, in terms of this story, yeah, she had the right people around her. So, uh, so pretty much, like you know, he starts kind of like trying to go back and forth between Gerard and Sia X, mm-hmm. um, and it really kind of hits its peak when. X, and again, this is him being reckless. He invites Gerard to one of, I think he invites him to like their the final right before the playoffs or something. I was about to, yeah, right before the playoffs. I was about to really butcher some NFL technical <laughs> details. So right before the playoffs, he invites to one of his big games. Um, and also, I don't know if he, I don't remember, did he invite Sia or did Sia just come because she's no, an agent? Sia came because she's an agent because he was doing really good. And, yeah, but she came to be supportive. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, the thing is like Ger- Gerard and X, like, you know, we we you see how their relationship progressed like the only reason that x really got with sia was because naturally them being friends first they had a good relationship they always talked about each other's problems and getting better and progressing mm-hmm. and x was kind of always that shoulder to cry on for mm-hmm. her and he felt that she could give him something that he was missing in life and then him being that type of person who could just um somebody's feeling some type of way he always felt like he could just do some type some sort of display of affection right kiss hug or even have sex with them and then make the problems go away and that's how him and sia mm-hmm. got together and in her in her mind we have this great friendship we laugh we talk he helps me out and then oh he's such a good guy she felt like this was more of a relationship but still kind of shaky because she's his agent and she doesn't want people to look at her in any type right. of way being in a male dominated field exactly. and getting with him so she's kind of on the fence with it but whatever but that's how their relationship kind of got you know where it was you know mm. now, now you guys know he wasn't just playing her or nothing like right that. he actually had feelings yeah feelings for her yeah, but gerard yeah. on the other hand um he he made x feel liberated yeah and 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 and, and that made sense because mm. that's something that he's never dealt with that's mm. something he's never had mm. so gerard gave him a feeling that he's never had and he's never experienced and it was like wow so x after you know hooking up with gerard kind of was feeling himself yeah a little bit which brings us to him yes. inviting both well inviting gerard to the game woke like welcomingly yeah you know is that a word welcomingly it's close enough welcomingly. <laughs> he, he openly openly <laughs> invited yeah, him to the yeah. game and was excited and he didn't have him tucked away in some private suite he was with the crowd. in a section yeah. like on Close to the ground, close yeah. to where Sia yeah. was at, which brings us yeah. to how X is stupid. So, so after you know, you know, X, you know, had this incredible game or whatever, you know, and the media is running to kind of like you know interview him, whatever. Uh, he notices that uh, Gerard and Sia um, are both kind of heading into his direction, um, and neither of them really know what X has been doing, you know, between the both of them. 
you know, they don't, they, they have no idea that basically X is kind of like sharing them to some degree or whatever, or he's being shared between them. So the point of it is that he sees them coming and there's this very tense moment and they, they did a really great job of kind of creating this moment, even though it was a little bit like not unrealistic, but it was like. they It made you nervous because you like the whole time I'm listening, I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. They yeah. about to say something and Gerard does what he says something to see them. Yeah. It, it was so, so familiar. And <laughs> <laughs> what was so funny about it is that, you know, like, uh, you know, X is like, you know, like he's basically talk to himself like oh shit mm -hmm. like what should i do like you know gerard is coming here you know and you know he's my boo but then i got c over here and she's like, my boo they, too they and they're gonna hug each other they're gonna both notice so the thing of it is that he didn't have to really make a choice because as he turned for a second gerard dipped off and disappeared mm -hmm. and it was just sia so sia comes in gives him a hug he greets her, you know. I don't know, you know, I don't know if they kissed or whatever, but nope. they definitely have a moment, you know. He basically looked at her like that. When you just did something like so dope and you look at your significant other watching you. So yeah. if you were a basketball player or you ran track or you bowling or even just playing around with your boys, yeah. beer pong or something, and you look at your girl and you like, hey, I did that. And yeah. she smiled, you can't people can sense. You got something going on when right. you look at that person. But at the same time, you know, and, and this he, is something he that gave Sia that look. It was this is something that's been like that kind of staggers on throughout the season too, especially when uh X starts to kind of venture into having a relationship with Sia, an intimate relationship with Sia, is that Sia notices that, you know, even though they've been close, you know, sexually, X still seems to be distant at mm -hmm. times. Yep. And I think is I think it's a moment, I mean Again, I'm probably not being completely precise on the scene, but I believe Sia tries to get X to go hang with her or something. He's like, no, I got to go somewhere. And, like, this has happened many a times between X and Sia. Like, you know, anytime, like, she's trying to do something, it's like, oh, I got to do this or I don't know, whatever. So, but she, you know, she doesn't trip. She's like, you know what? You know, have your moment, you know, enjoy it, whatever. Do what you got to go do. Mm -hmm. So he dips off and... His next thought on his mind is like, where's Gerard? You know what I'm saying? So I believe, I don't know if he texts him or he's calling. I think he calls him. Because he's like, you know, I want you to meet me in the parking lot. So I'm pretty no, sure he calls him. No, he didn't they, um, they met. This is how y'all know I was really into this. Because <laughs> you um, for real. I don't know if he texted or called him, but I know he did meet him. And you know how the how the, the players go through the tunnel? Yeah. He went uh, down in one of the tunnels and he saw Gerard standing off to the side. Mm. And, um, you know, and that's when Gerard, you know, basically kind of had spoke on what most people being, I don't want to say the side piece, mm -hmm. but Gerard already knew he was in the dark. You know, he, he already understood that he was going to be kept a secret because he knows how it is yeah, in sports. Course, yeah. and, and Gerard is what an interior design or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So for him to understand that and be open about that, X really liked that. Mm -hmm. But Gerard, you know, was like, you know, said it again, like, oh, so this is this is your life. This is mm -hmm. what you do. Cameras all around him, people interviewing mm -hmm. him and people praising him. And Gerard felt some type of way because where did he end up? In a dark tunnel and nobody oh, wow. yeah. saw him. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And you know, just felt some type of way. And yeah. he noticed, you know, his mm -hmm. ex's reaction to Sia yeah. and they go further into that later but you know X hugged them and you know they said great game and all mm -hmm. that stuff and and then X kind of says like you know let me give you a ride home yeah, and, and all about this happened like you know like like again just listening to Gerard's reaction to everything you can tell yeah. like he's he was kind of over it yeah he was over it you it was tell. I was sitting there looking like damn what's wrong but what X is, is like huh you know it's all good yeah. you know, like and, and see this is what made me like X because he wasn't trying to keep him in the dark. Mm -hmm. Like, X was not putting him out there, but it was kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get you right home. Thank you mm -hmm. for coming. Like, you know, like real hype. Like, mm -hmm. he wasn't trying to hold back no feelings at all. And he legit gave him a ride home because yeah. Gerard caught a train there. I guess. You know, like some like metro system there. And, you know. But a big thing that happened is that, like, well, you know, basically he tells Gerard, like, you know, meet me in the parking lot, meet me in my car or whatever. And this is really kind of like episode nine-ish, but, you know, it leads into the finale as well, too. Um, so they meet in the car, and, you know, X is really feeling himself. Mm -hmm. And even though he could tell something up up with Gerard, he's like, you know, well, you know, still we might be able to get a little bit of nookie in or whatever. So he's trying to, you know, 
you know, just 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 try to get looser, Gerard. And Gerard is just kind of like not feeling it. Yeah, so got that brick wall, the brick all wall the all the way up. So you know, X is driving them home. Gerard is pretty much silent. Once they arrive home, Gerard's like, you know, hey, I could walk myself to the door. And it's yeah. like, no, I got you, whatever, whatever. And you know, once they get to the door, well, even before that, I, X kisses Gerard in the parking lot. Which yes. this plays a significant part in the yeah. finale. But he kisses Gerard while they're in the car in the parking lot. And you, is, you hear the tongues. Like, yeah. they do a great job. Of <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I want to see, like, a behind-the-scenes, like, a video recording of them recording the podcast. I feel like somebody is really Because <laughs> <laughs> it was really like... Hey, Ethan Ray, you did that, Greg. Because it, it sounds real. Yeah. So, so basically, uh, so they make out in the car or whatever. X drives Gerard home. Uh, you know... Gerard is kind of like, you know, I can walk to the door myself and exorcist to walk with him. Once they get to the door, Gerard is still trying to, you know, you know, play a little game, you know, like, you know, give him a little love or whatever. I was about to see you. About to I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to uh, fast forward to something and it didn't work out how I wanted it. Yeah. But, but the thing of it is, though, is that, uh, you know, Gerard finally just tells X, like, dude, like, you just basically just don't get it. And you know, this is when X finally realizes because when he tries to kiss Gerard again, Gerard kind of pushes him away. He just gives him kind of like, like dude, chill him. out. Yeah. He was mad. He was pissed. <laughs> so at this point, you know, Gerard really explains like the problem that he's having right now. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing is that he tells him like, you told me that you weren't you know, being intimate with, with Sia. Did you lie to me? You, you yeah. know, and he was like, well, at the time, now technically, this is the thing. X didn't lie. He didn't lie mm-hmm. because when Gerard first asked him about that, he was not intimate with Sia at all. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when he started hanging out with Gerard, going on dinners and stuff like that, and they, they did not solidify that they had a relationship, he and Gerard. But, you know, he was still doing the same things with Sia, and then he and Sia had sex. Mm-hmm. And then he realized he started really liking Gerard too. And mm-hmm. it was just like, Sia kind of had in her head that they were kind of together or really moving mm-hmm. in that in that path and then she wanted to slow down and then X did his thing with Gerard. Right. So it was kind of like the, when he answered questions, he was single at the time. He told them that he was single. Right. But then when he started getting closer to people, I guess he just yeah. didn't say, look, um, we started but this. I guess I guess for Gerard, it, it, was, it was a bunch of things. Too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the fact that, you know, he was having a relationship with Sia, you know, even if he was or wasn't in a relationship with Gerard. Mm-hmm. It was also the fact that, and Gerard really actually described this, I think, in the best way possible. He was like... Um, because X kept on telling Gerard, like, you know, I thought you were okay with having a private relationship. Mm-hmm. And Gerard was like, yeah, I am okay, but this isn't private. Mm-hmm. Like, your life is very public. You know, when you go out, the cameras are around. You know, mm-hmm. you're on national television playing football. Everybody knows your name. You're in magazines. Like, this isn't private. Mm-hmm. And what makes even matters worse is that I have to be a secret. So the only thing that's really private is me. Where everything else in your life is kind of public. I mean, in so many words, right? So then it, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes total sense. You know. Now, what I'm saying? If, if X is as fine as he sounds, I wouldn't mind being a secret. <laughs> I'm just saying. It wouldn't he, be too bad. He describes himself as. The, now, see, I'm just gonna let me, let's just do a little cut a corner real quick. Yeah. Um, now, see, I'm 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 not usually into. Um, you know, dark skin guys. Oh Lord. You know, but um X, <laughs> But but you know, X he describes himself as dark skin and he says it several times mm-hmm. and X just sounds like a very sexy, uh, sexual chocolate uh young man and just like his voice is kinda like one of those voices you hear on the phone and you'd be like, Oh, you gotta sit up straight and like, I was about to really say you ain't alert. you ain't old enough to remember about the you know, hotlines. Yeah. But that's no I never did see, that. The but you know, it's just like, yeah. oh, but X he I, I would be that boy's secret. I wouldn't oh, yeah. I wouldn't care. You know, Another but, you know beauty. but Gerard is different. You know, he felt some type of way. Me and other people NFL and they say, "Hey, I'm gay, and let's let's make this happen." Right. And you say, well, "Okay, but, but you know what? What's Pick so, me up in the Lambo and so, drop me off." Out. I mean, I, hey, you know what? No complaints <laughs> from me. <laughs> Listen, we can be friends with benefits. I don't care. But mm-hmm. the, the thing of it is, though, is just that that is, I think, a real dilemma for a lot of uh, celebrities and pro athletes and their partners. It's like. 
even irks me is just being an average Joe, I guess you could say. Like, I don't want to feel like, you know, let's say there's a, a, a work party or whatever, and everybody else is bringing their, their date, their husband, mm-hmm. their wife, and I can't even acknowledge who you are. And if I do bring you, you know, you got to be in a corner somewhere in the dark. Like, you feel completely excluded and alienated from everyone else around you. You feel like you're some kind of, like, I don't know, some some bastard stepchild. Mm -hmm. And it's not a good film. No matter, even if you get all these perks and, you know, and, you know, and the money, at the end of the day, no one wants to feel like there's some kind of reject. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it really feels like when you're, you're dating someone who's in the public eye, but you have to be in the shadows. Yeah. You know what I'm and, saying? And you really felt that from Gerard. How right. He, how he described it. Like, everything that we're talking about, yeah, we're, we're kind of like rushing through it, but everything we talked about went into detail perfectly. Yeah. And yeah. you have answers to every single question. Like, they, they really took it there and made sure it was dissected where you knew everything that was going on in every single thought. Right. So, kind of going further into the finale, um, basically... Gerard is like, I can't do this, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, he's like, you know what, I'm out, you know, it's cool time we spent together, but I just can't, you know. And Sia says the same thing. She, she can't do that. So literally, <laughs> yeah, like literally the next day he goes see Sia, you know, um, at her agency or whatever. Um, and, you know, he's like, X is at a point right now where. Even though he lost Gerard, he's trying not to lose Sia in the process. Right. Like he still wants to keep this relationship with her. But Sia, being in the position that she's in, being in this very male-dominated, you know, workforce, you know, working in this sport agency, you know, she's more concerned about, you know, sustaining her career, mm-hmm. you know, and excelling within her career field. As a woman. As a woman. She brings that up a lot. Like, I'm the only woman here. Right. And, and I need to let them know that I'm, I can do this. Right. And she don't want to be, oh, you didn't slept with a player. Exactly. Oh, which which plays out also in the finale on another note, but, mm-hmm. you know, we... Saying you can find out for yourself, but anyway, so yeah, Sia basically, in so many words, is like, you know what? Um, yeah, I think we should just be friends on a professional level, um, and we should cut the intimate stuff going on. So, which they shouldn't have never started in the first place, they should have never started because, like, it's like screwing your boss in some way. Like, I mean, this is your agent, she's handling. You know, your deals, your endorsements. Uh -uh. (laughs) It's like, that's your money. You know what I'm saying? You know, and if you piss her off in the wrong way, which he did sort of in a couple of times, you know, she could be just like, hey, I'm dropping you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And So anyway, uh, while they're having that discussion, um, there's this breaking news story that kind of comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not really paying any attention to it until like someone, her assistant comes in the room like, hey, you need to turn your TV. And it turns out that one of the players, I don't know if, if it was from their agency or another sport agency. I don't, it, he was an NFL player. He was an NFL player. I don't think he was from. He was a former NFL player. No, I thought he, I thought he was current. NFL I thought he was current. He was an NFL player. And he, I don't, he wasn't from the, I don't think he was from the same team as Gerard. Yeah. I mean, not Gerard, from, like X. X. But, um, basically he, he like they were showing i don't know and, it, and this is where it got kind of like unrealistic because they they were they were playing his voice i guess like this man is on a roof getting ready to jump right commit suicide. commit suicide and um he's basically saying like you guys forgot about me and da 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 and I'm like, okay, so how is a, a camera crew standing next to this man while he's on the roof getting ready to? Well, it may not. It could have been, you know, or maybe they got maybe his thoughts. Maybe maybe nah. they were just trying to show what he was thinking. I don't know. I but think I think how they probably did it, you know, is that one, it could have been like some type of helicopter with a, a super powered mic yeah. that could have picked up the audio feed. Maybe Possibly. you know, someone in the building was close enough where they could hear his audio, like because pretty much he was like just yelling off the top of the roof. Yeah. So we don't know. It could have been a space where. Mm-hmm. you know it could have been kind of quiet out or whatever but yeah there's a breaking news story that you know this NFL player is on top of a roof about to commit suicide mm-hmm. and why you know, we don't know why we don't really know and while that's happening X is wait 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 oh okay but while he's on the roof saying all of this stuff he starts to yell out several NFL players names Thanks. and X's name is one of, one them. of them so it's like why is he saying X's name? These are the questions that I had. Why is he saying X's name? What did X do? Did they sleep together? Did he know he was gay? Was that X's real first encounter? What is going on? You know what I'm saying? Did X catch him doing something before? What's the deal? But he calls out his name. 
X barely notices it because of what? Oh, because, well, X is getting a whole bunch of anonymous text messages on his phone. Um, and initially, he's not really paying any attention to it. But, uh, you know, I guess they start flooding in mm-hmm. after this news story breaks. He looks at them. And it's not only are their text messages, but they're images. Mm-hmm. And they're specifically images of X um, in the car with Gerard. Gerard getting in the car. Gerard, them sitting in together the car, in the car and, and then, then sucking face. Yes. <laughs> so, because X decided to pick up Gerard in the park that same night of the game. Gerard got in the car in the parking lot of the football state of the football stadium and they kissed. I guess it was in this far off secluded area in the parking lot. No one was at. Somehow somebody saw him, took a picture and they texted something like, um, what did they say? A fag or something yeah, like some that. Some fag, some some derogatory shit. Yeah. Bunch of derogatory shit, probably. Basically, so, I'm I'm gonna put you out there, and it it it, it had X shaking in his boots. Yeah, it paralyzed them. And the only reason why he was able to kind of break away is that Sia was like banging on the bathroom door, which he was kind of like hidden in, and she told him he has to come out here. And this NFL player who was about to commit suicide mm-hmm. actually committed suicide. He jumped off the building, mm-hmm. killed himself, and they also revealed the names that he screamed out. So, it did leave a lot of questions, and it did leave a lot of room for season two. And also, I can't forget, they ended the episode with him, it sounded like he was in like an interrogation room, like he was being interrogated. Um, and whoever was interrogating him, you know, was like, you know, basically telling him, is that all you have? And it, and it really made it seem as if like this whole entire season was him um, being interrogated and him being recorded. That not that could have not have been the case, but it felt like that. And that would have been a really kind of cool concept twist too, um, to kind of really explain like the whole narration of the season. Um, but yeah, they left a lot of room for season two. Um, there's a lot of questions. And, you know, this is just my theory. Um, considering that I feel like this season and this, this series, this show... The, the concept and the inspiration behind it really revolves around like just the recent news wave of like NFL players coming out or specifically more of the Michael Sam mm-hmm. situation and with the NFL player at the, the end of the episode committed suicide and the names he, were na- he was naming out um, it kind of brought me back to this news story I think it was from like 2013 maybe 14 where there were I don't want to say we're rumored. There was talk going on that basically there was a group of NFL players. I think it was like at least five NFL players who were going to collectively come out um, during the NFL season uh, in a way to kind of break down the doors of homophobia in NFL and kind of just, I guess, finally make that transition of players coming out within NFL. Because even with Michael Sam, even though he was the first official uh out player who was drafted into the NFL, he never really played. So still, there hasn't really been a fully active player in the NFL who's been openly gay. Um, so I have a feeling like they're really taking that that story and expanding on it in a more dramatic way. And I kind of have a feeling that these uh, players that were being called out by the NFL player who committed suicide in the finale are other players who potentially who can could be gay or bi or you know sexually fluid or whatever um but who knows and that's the reason why i am desperately praying that there's a season two to fruit because it really deserves a second season um but what we're going to do right now is that we're going to get into the pros and cons um you know just on the overall viewpoint of the the season so far or just the season as a whole um, and then let's, we'll kind of tie everything up. So let's do the bad first. You want to do the bad first? You go first. Oh lord! <laughs> like, don't hate me for this. <laughs> Easter rain team. Um, I guess like my biggest issues. I ain't gonna say it's really even an issue. It's just a personal critique. Um, I really appreciate that this series decided to kind of tackle uh, just sexual exploration um, within the NFL. We all know how it's very hyper-masculine and at times very homophobic. And it's, it's, a, it's a type, a topic and a narrative that needs to be explored and discussed. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, I'm kind of over the whole, oh my God, like, 
we don't really want to have a character just I don't know be confident in being gay so we're gonna have a character play the DL role like I'm just tired of just the DL I'm not gonna well I'm not gonna say I'm tired of it. I just feel like the DL narrative even though some people may not say some people may debate on X being DL DL um, meaning down low it's down low living double life however you want to flip it but just I guess even taking off even the DL um, title off or label off just the whole notion of here's another man um, who's attracted to men but also sleeping with a woman who is completely unaware that he is attracted to men I feel that it's something that still exists it doesn't automatically mean that you know an individual is a bad person or a horrible person or whatever but it's something that I feel that has already been so heavily drilled into um, the gay community or just same gender loving men have already been stigmatized as kind of following these tropes of being unfaithful and being unsure of their sexuality so they kind of try to play both sides and I don't have an issue with X being sexually fluid questioning, bisexual queer, whatever you want to call it I mean even if you don't want to give it a title I don't have an issue with X exploring his sexuality I don't have an issue with that concept I just, I'm just, I just feel that we've seen so many stories in mainstream media that follow around uh, a leading male character who is attracted to men um, and who's stuck in this like trap of kind of being unfaithful and and again using women as a way to find a safety net in their sexuality you know i feel like that's kind of been overdone a bit yeah. you know and it's, it's not really needed i feel like they could they could have explored x journey um to find his sexual identity without even using uh sia or a woman as kind of like his i don't know his balancing being like it just it, it just i don't i don't think it was necessary so that, that was like my biggest complaint um outside of that um you shouldn't have nothing else i really i really can't think of anything else to be told i'm I'm looking like you really that was that was the biggest if we could record my facial expressions i'm really sitting here like you should not have not a damn nothing (laughs) that was that was pretty much about it so you know what i'm gonna gonna toss the ball over to you I have nothing bad to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, come on now. No, I have nothing bad I'm to say. I mean, to, you know, I, have, I, have my, I have my personal issues with people like X mm-hmm. because of my own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. But as far as the show, I have no bad opinions toward the show at all. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything was... Um, not, nothing bad at all. Nothing. Okay. Like, it is... I, I, me, personally, um, people on the down low, um, I'm not... Like 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 Impact said, I'm all for people, you know, exploring their sexuality and things like that. I don't I don't feel like it's being overplayed or overdone. Mm-hmm. Um, them using women for that because that's what's going on. It's just happening now. It's happening with a lot of people, and a lot of uh, women uh, don't know that they are uh, side pieces, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they are competing with another man. And some guys that are thinking that their boyfriend is 100% with them, hey, they are with another woman, you know. So. Mm-hmm. That's just what's happening now. I feel like it's real. Um, but I, I didn't have anything uh, bad to say. But Impact, go ahead yeah. and tell us <laughs> the good. Because I'm right. going to flood yeah, you guys it, it, with my good thoughts. <laughs> I just want to start off with, like, you know, we reviewed quite a few web series, mm-hmm. independent productions, over the past year, a couple of years. Um, but, and we love it. You guys are really stepping it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I just from someone who constantly is like diving into this into the sea of like web series and independent you know productions and narratives online like I live for all of that um especially when it's coming from like LGBTQ perspective um fruit has to be one of the most refreshing and entertaining and just overall enjoyable and I'm trying not to overhype this but 
overall enjoyable like go ahead hype it up <laughs> like narratives like story driven narratives um that i've witnessed um following um uh, a leading um lgbtq character of color specifically um and the fact that it's like you know a podcast series not like it is a podcast series that's a whole entire it's like, like a, that's it's like a, an audio movie yeah it's, it, but it's a brand new medium that yeah. i mean outside of maybe a few productions here and there like i've never been so just completely um entranced within like a podcast narrative series story um like fruit before and now that i've gotten a taste of this like i'm addicted i'm hooked i want more um and a lot of this is in thanks to uh the whole entire like fruit cast and crew you know um also i gotta give some shout outs real quick uh because the the sound designer yes um charles stella yes i got charles stella i mean Dude, <laughs> like, the fuck? like you did an incredible, <laughs> incredible job. Like, this show wouldn't have been nothing if it wasn't for just an excellent, just outstanding sound design. Um, everything from just how he was able to kind of bring you in uh, to these environments. Um, just the use of, you know, these ambient sounds and you know like when they were in a club like you just wouldn't hear the club music in the background but you hear the footsteps and the moving of glass cups and just everything just was so immersive and so in-depth and it really brought you into this world and it it really allowed you to visualize like these characters and these stories and just the, the tension and emotion in these different scenarios and I mean, to me, it's like truly a blueprint for anybody who's trying to create a podcast series. Um, there was another podcast series uh, that was created by the folks of Cypher Avenue. I don't even know about Cypher Avenue, but Cypher Avenue is another hey. uh, gay by uh, gay by website. You know, for pretty much gay by men of color. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they created because they, you know, they they were having a lot of issues of not really finding stories that kind of reflected their perspective. Mm-hmm. So they created this podcast series. Uh, I forgot what it was called. Hey, um, I don't think this is right to Issa Rae to talk about. Another. Well, <laughs> well, we're not going to dig too much oh, into it. Man. But the only reason I'm bringing it up is because Issa, I got you. It, <laughs> it was it was it was the only other kind of like podcast series that I really kind of got into before and my whole thing is that I feel like what Issa Rae is doing is something that will hopefully kind of open up this platform to other creatives who want to kind of explore creating like stories um, within podcasts like you know like I mean everything doesn't have to be like a visual you know narrative you Mm -hmm. If you follow what Issa Rae is doing with Fruit, you create a really immersive and engaging narrative um, just with the use of audio. Um, so that, I love that. I mean, the audio was incredible. The acting was top notch. Um, even though a lot of the characters, or a lot of the actors played multiple characters, each character they played, they, they brought in a, like a fresh, unique take. Um, they really were immersed into the storylines and into these scenes like like i said again i want to see maybe like a behind the scenes you know take of like how they recorded stuff because it, it you you could visualize like they were acting this out like i can't even imagine them just standing in front of a mic you know just like doing these scenes because it was it was so real and it was so raw uh i'm trying to think if there's anything else um yeah i mean just the the pacing of the story was really good uh, it wasn't just about sex, which is another big thing, you know, um, just cause you have a series focusing around LGBT characters doesn't mean that the entire story has to revolve around them trying to get in a fuck. Like you could talk about other things. So it was very dynamic. It was, it was, like I said, again, one of the best, uh, series podcast series, just one of the best narratives surrounding like LGBTQ people of color that I've seen in quite a while. So I was highly impressed. Yeah, that was about full. 
<laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's I just pause. Like, <laughs> me, I mean, hey, let I me mean, wait. <laughs> I'm getting all hell, so it doesn't matter. So yeah. let's see. I'm trying to collect my thoughts. So um, okay. I like like I said, I have nothing bad to say at all. I feel like this was a really, really good um series. My thing is I've never experienced anything like this before, so this is what really like put me it, it, it gave me like a new perspective on entertainment and like a way that entertainment can be received like it doesn't have to always be about visual so that's why i loved it because it was something different from what i've ever experienced uh acting was good um i wouldn't say like it was extremely great but i feel like it was good i didn't know that um the people the main characters like did different voices i just thought it was all different people so they did an excellent job with that um actually no i'm gonna take that last statement back i don't i don't think it was good i do think it was great because they were able to do different voices and things like that um and just make it believable um the sound charles stella right yeah amazing uh just just them being in the club and what him walking like x describing different moments that he's in him walking through the club his his nerves you felt how nervous he was the bass was pumping the music was going you, you heard people drinking and glasses dropping and, and music and people laughing the streets of new york the 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 wet pavement like everything that they described even if they didn't describe it if they said i was they were at a park you felt like they were in a park you heard the birds you heard the trees you heard people riding bikes if they were in an office you heard it all it made you feel like it was like they were you were there so that's why i really liked it and it, it made me feel like um i was basically in the scene with them like if you legit sit in your room or in a quiet room and you close your eyes and you just listen to it you are imagining what these characters look like which is amazing because you have a full creative control in your head who these people are what type of building they're in their style how they look all that good stuff mm -hmm. which is why i loved it um the story behind it was great it was different it was it, it was not just a, a young gay people just acting a fool in atlanta or something like mm -hmm. that this was an athlete this was an, an agent an interior designer this was people worrying about their careers and different issues going on so i really liked it i feel like um they did their research just on the ins and outs of uh of what gay people or bisexual people or confused people or whatever what they deal with and thoughts that they have and being in a relationship and just blurred lines in general so i really like it so i i, I give it a thumbs up like i have absolutely nothing bad to say yeah. about it um no critiques i just say hurry the hell up and come out with season two and and make sure x get it get it together because i just <laughs> i really wanted him to be a i think he's gonna become even a bigger mess oh um, if God. there's a second season if he come out the closet it's just it's i don't know if he come out it, it may work for him yeah, i don't i don't know a, it, he like, ain't that famous yet so right. it's like hey <laughs> and there's a lot of dynamics like we didn't even explore his relationship with his father and mm -hmm. family and you know and all the other things because the family on. they coming into they the coming picture through, more you know yep. so there's a lot of room for growth or i don't know drama or whatever uh, but yep. but yeah i mean hence like all the praise all the kudos all the applause to the whole team of fruit they did an incredible job it's a a podcast series like you never have ever even heard of a podcast period let alone a podcast story-based series make fruit your first choice to get into that whole genre you know like this is something that you want to start with i mean especially if you're kind of looking for kind of a fresh like lgbtq story this is where you want to start. It's something that you can listen to, like I said, at the gym, when you're riding to work, when you just want to tune out day because he's getting on your nerves or whatever. This is what you get to look, listen to, check out. Um, and again, you catch the first three episodes uh, for free. Um, really, skip all of that. If you are not a member of How, uh, get you a free trial. Mm -hmm listen to the entire season like you could pretty much go through it in a day literally like get, get you like three hours and just yeah do it and just do it and trust like you will once you like probably after that first episode you're gonna be hooked yeah and it, 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 it doesn't stop it's it's so good it's so it's good. so good like i want i want i need 
Charles Stella. Like, I, would, <laughs> I want him to, like, work on work something. Work on something, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, by the way, my Instagram is uh, ShavDamon, C-H-A-V, like Victor, D as in David, A-M-O-N. Yeah. Charles, please. <laughs> He's around. So, I mean, yeah, so get into the, the full season. Get you a trial membership on how, and if you love what you hear, you know, subscribe to a full membership. Mm-hmm. Um, li- please check out this podcast because I'm sure for season two to get made, they're going to need more listeners. So, I haven't heard enough people talking about this. Mm-hmm. This is something that people should be talking about. I mean, I think tonight is Wednesday when we um recording this. Empire will be coming on. This could be your little side piece to Empire. Yes. You know, trust. Yes. So get into it. Um, and again, this is our season one review of Fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Impact. You can follow me um, at Impact on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, everywhere, wherever. Um, just get at me on Instagram. I really don't want none of y'all talking to me. I'm just playing. Instagram, Shav Zayman. Uh, Twitter, it is. It should be the same thing. Yeah. I'm not too sure. I'm not really a, a, a tweeter like that. Yeah. But most importantly, check out the blog at www.thelgbtupdate.com. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Um, and let us be... know. And on YouTube, let us know what you think. Like, share videos, share posts, and check us out on SoundCloud. We always post our podcasts on SoundCloud. And it's on iTunes. It's too. On, on iTunes. We're like, check everywhere. Us out. Okay. Like, you can't miss us. Yeah. Okay? Like, share, like, you know, tell us what you think. Email, all that good stuff. You yeah. know, you can even email me at uh, shavdamon at gmail.com. Um, questions, comments, concerns, all that good stuff. Like, we, we really love doing this, and we really want people to put out more great material whether it's a book a album something mm. just just put it out there say hey check this out and we'd be more than happy to watch it i'm i'd be bored at work you right. know so whatever <laughs> so um i'm about to get on my i was about to say i'm about to get on my x tip and no i'm not really gonna do that because yeah, me and Regina don't get along so Ooh. i'm about to go really re-listen to the entire season of Fruit again because it's so damn good. It's good. And uh, we'll check with you folks on our next podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Shop out. See, that was actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace.